3: Hi everybody, welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Joe Quazala, with me as always, Kristen Studdard.
2: That's me, guys. Here I am.
3: Here you go. I'm, uh,
2: I'm grinning because I did not count Joe in and it made me laugh. But
3: when you do count me in, it also makes you laugh. So. Yep.
2: Always got to start with a smile on your face. Mm-hmm. And hey, guess what, guys? I'm feeling a lot more relaxed this week. We did it. It was...
3: Oh yeah, the election results have, Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Liz through.
2: reminded me that I was a nervous wreck last mm-hmm. week. I forgot on November
3: sixth. How quickly yeah. time moves on. Yes, wow.
2: Now I'm a nervous wreck about other things.
3: About the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, ballot. Nope. The new ballot. You are listen. Nope. I think we discovered last week that you are um, caring more about Look, this. Than I you. like
2: power. I like to have. <laughs> I, I like to wield power. Yeah,
3: for sure. And we did, we wielded power last, last week, I and felt you felt good about it.
2: Powerful and good about the way in which I weld my power.
3: So even though the dynamic is supposed to be I'm obsessed with it and you don't care, I feel like you you, I maybe definitively care now. Boy,
1: oh. should we bring in our guest? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> on that on that yes, moment of, in our
3: of uh yeah of you being uh super jazzed about the way I your think life is going. I'm
2: begrudged. All right. So,
3: uh, we're so happy to have him with us in the studio. Uh, He's an actor. He's a director. It's Demores Brown, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hi, how's it going? I'm glad to be here. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Uh, This is, as you might not know, Demores, this is a very exciting time to be following the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, We just learned about the nominees for this year. So we have a list of 15. Is there a phrase you want to say? Well, you might say that on the podcast, we are continuing our special coverage of the 2019 (laughs) Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominee list and eventual induction. That's becoming a weird tradition Wait. that I'm very embarrassed of. It's pretty fun, do. though.
2: I like to make him do it in front of new at, people. At the beginning.
3: The uh
0: nominations to be voted on when? We'll
3: know. So we will know uh, the ballot, as we found out last week, is due on December 10th. And uh, we will learn the list of five or six inductees after that. It's probably not long after that.
2: Holy moly.
3: And Demars, you're looking at me as though this is... So Not even just new information, but like... No, no, no. I'm down, I'm down, man. I was waiting for Rush to get in. When they got in, I was happy. Okay, so... Happy happy, happy AF. Is that that, that uh, indicates that you have had some uh, awareness of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah.
2: Are you a big fan of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I'm
0: a fan of the concept of the Rock and Roll Hall Whoa. of
2: Fame. The idea that a
0: concept exists. But mm-hmm. then you look at the, the them trying to do this... There are bands that should be in, artists that should be in, that are not in, you know. Yes, of course. And then there are people who get in right away. You're kind of like, what the fuck was that shit? And so watching them do this forward-backwards thing where they're bringing in new people, newer people, and then going and redirecting the past and bringing Mm -hmm. these older acts that have been...
2: Who is... The, the act that is Rush, the one you were most excited about? Rush was the addicted? one
0: I was waiting. I was waiting because I wanted to see if they were going to take them serious, seriously enough to put them in.
2: Are you a big Rush fan? Massive. Massive. Huge Rush. What are they called? Rush heads?
1: It's just called Fancy Rush, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fancy are, are Rock.
3: But I think I think Kristen wants to designate a specific term. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I rush, think you, Rushhead is, is it. clearly the most clever. Uh, I
2: don't know. Rushhead sounds like somebody who's like into bungee jumping or something. I'm a total Rushhead. Or
0: a candy from Just Born. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> the makers of Mike and Ike.
2: I feel like uh, Pert Plus was a good thing that I said right then. <laughs> <proud of> <laughs>
1: Isn't Neil Peart oh, the okay. drummer? Oh, okay. Yeah. Pert plus <laughs> how can
0: you, you be pert negative? That's the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a cousin who is pert negative. He's pert negative. I'm so sorry. He's a, they he's, are. A, he's a jazz drummer. And I oh. remember... I mean, he's a Buddy Rich guy. ...riding in a car with him and just saying, like, Neil perts a, an abomination to drumming all over the place.
2: Whoa.
0: Damn, um,
2: cold. Who did you think was an abomination to getting into the hall? Who's the person who was like the band that you were like, wait, wh- what? Oh, uh, jeez, the there How'd was that somebody, happened? but
0: then I just blo- I blocked him out of my mind uh, right after it happened, and it was recent too. I think it was was like,
2: it Bon Jovi?
0: People it wasn't Bon Jovi because bon bon I'm, I'm pro Bon Jovi. I lived oh. in New Jersey for a long time as a kid, and I and I actually went to his to John Bon Jovi's restaurant. Um, What's his
2: restaurant the,
1: called?
0: I don't know what it's called, but he had it. It was near where Pan I used Giovanni's. to live. Something like that. But it had a great concept, which was just, you know, if you go, it's all farm fresh, it's all local. And if you go and can't afford to pay your meal, they put you to work, essentially. So you work for them.
3: Oh, interesting.
0: And you can, yeah. And it, so it's like local regulars and then people who work for them who also get a meal as part of their the thing. Not that's Work
2: that, that, to farm to table.
0: It's, it's interesting, <laughs> man. It's, interesting. it's some kind of weird thing. But it was like he yeah. was trying to do something in Jersey. Some right. yeah. Something oh interesting, God. something new. A
2: thing that I talked about all wife, the time wife, is say. that he and his wife have been together for a really long time. And his whole big thing is that he is a faithful man. He is
3: he appears to be he a, appears a good, decent truly guy. Faithful. And this is just kind of reinforcing this thing. I'm <laughs> telling you, man. And he's got
1: I'm... a restaurant <laughs>
2: where, you know what? They don't, you go in knowing that you're going to wash dishes for it. It's not like the old standby where, like, <laughs> where you, you don't have
1: money
3: day, and then they <laughs> you, you, cut you cut to, to. What to are my
0: conditions. options Yeah. yeah. I uh, yeah, no. And it's I still have a lot of jersey
2: okay. Okay. like New York Jersey pride. Jersey or Jersey. So it
3: wasn't them. You had mentioned that <clears throat> you'd mentioned that it was maybe artists that got in immediately. Like newer artists. I like yeah, Pearl Jam? Like, are you pro Pearl? I'm, I'm
1: pro
0: Pearl Jam, man. Good. I mm-hmm. could. Uh, it can't. He's Pearl. Derek plus. Waters. He's <laughs> Pearl Derek plus. Waters and I are such Pearl Jam fans that we flew to New York when Pearl Jam played the last, the season finale of SNL, like ten years ago or something. Okay. And then it was Easter weekend, and we had to commemorate it, so we came up with these T-shirts that said, it can't, "Life can't get any better than this."
2: Yes. Fuck yeah. Or life yes. can't get any
0: better. I think that's what it was. Wow. And on the back, it said Easter. 2004 that's, or something like that. Y- you know what? It's you the sweet spot. That's <laughs> almost exact, that.
2: That's exactly where Joe and I. I would say our sense of humor. The Venn diagram of our senses of humor is is that T-shirt. Yeah, like, yeah, like we it, it, both, it was, yeah. We definitely both. Yeah, we definitely both enjoy it and appreciate rock. that
3: rhyming <laughs> we're Punning. big fans of rhymes uh <laughs> yeah. i saw pearl jam get inducted into the rock hall at the barclays oh, center amazing. two years ago it was really really did great. everybody come back like they draw all the drummers come back, uh you know it, it was kind of controversial because they did not induct they inducted dave Cruson okay. and they inducted matt cameron but nobody else which what? i think dave Abrazizi, most notably of the ones they didn't induct right should have been in there why not just throw on jack irons let let them all you know
2: how i feel induct them all, Put them all. baby yeah, anyone yeah. who's ever played kazoo on an album gets to play, gets in
3: didn't that happen when uh when bad company went in Bad Company's not in. No, they're not in. They are not in. Maybe they're that's, on, Okay, they're on, now I'm Joe, upset about that. Joe, are they that. on your Dirty Dozen they're on or your, The Sinister Six. The Sinister Six. <laughs> of acts that I could see getting in, and I would kind of, I just think it would be kind but of boring. But is Foreigner in? That's the question I want For, to ask. Their foreigner is another member they're of the
2: Sinister the Six. They're in Sinister Six as they're well. They're in
0: trouble. Uh, I, and, I, and, I will, and I will say, I hope nobody jumps on this because it was a time, so I don't know if you can judge them. But if you go to those first... Four or five, I don't know who I did this with. There was somebody we sat and listened to the first four or five Foreigner albums in a row and realized that every single lyric is the single most misogynist lyric. <laughs> a, that the Beatles were their biggest influence because the songs are rock songs based off of, like, Beatle riffs and licks, mm-hmm. but also that all the lyrics are insanely misogynist. Oh boy, and half of
3: the album covers are too. Cold
2: as ice, baby. They are cold as ice.
3: Just... <laughs> yeah, good, good Christ. Yeah I, yeah, I. mean, all those bands like Scorpions. Oh my gosh, Of at... that just... like super macho eighties. Yeah. Well, just, it's it's it, called and I called rock, rock for but... a
2: reason. I mean, yeah, yeah, Well,
0: Look at the cover mm-hmm. of Animal Magnetism. It's just it's just yeah. a guy from the waist up from behind a girl on her knees and then there's like a Doberman in there somewhere for wow. some reason. Wow, <laughs> cool, and it's definitely. In a, like and a, dog a in Post-apocalyptic landscape yeah. and it's Doberman, sort of like three o'clock in the afternoon A giant truck,
2: Scott- a bag of money. <laughs> yeah. God. Oy, oy, oy. I, the Scorpions will never get in. I, I
3: don't doubt it. I doubt it. You don't think so? <laughs> and I don't. Just because I think there's they have some good songs but just they don't Winds quite.
2: Change is not going to. I mean, it wasn't was it was the a,
3: soundtrack of the Berlin Wall coming down? Yes. I
2: mean,
0: <laughs> it was. yeah.
2: But, but yeah. Well, their
3: I think,
0: what uh, Breakout was probably their last great record.
3: Was that, like, what, is that the Winds of Change album? No,
0: God, no. That's before. That's when everything was the exact, every song sounded exactly the same. It was mm-hmm. 900 miles an hour. And then Klaus Meine, I think, is a singer. And it always ends with him going,
1: yo, yeah, yo, yeah, yo, yeah. <laughs> That's a really good scorpion impression. the
0: title Elmo. of the song, and then something <laughs> crashes, and then it ends.
1: Wait,
2: you are totally right. That's, it either, that's either Elmo or, <laughs> control, right. or the, the Scorpion.
3: Right. I've, have you seen the Scorpions live? I've seen the Scorpions live. I saw Scorpions when I was super young. How many?
2: Mm-hmm. Sta- which state fair were you guys at?
3: I mean, I just a I, war it memorial. Was a, state it was a fair.
0: Triple bill. <laughs> to
2: me, the Scorpions yeah, are always playing. They're playing block parties and state fairs. State
3: fairs or <laughs> war memorials. <laughs> yeah. Scorpions were the middle act. The opening act was Dio, and then it was Scorpions, and then it was Deep Purple.
0: That's crazy.
3: Yeah. Whoa. Did and you it,
2: win these on a rock and roll was this talk deep, show? I, deep I won. Purple a, a on con- the Perfect Stranger contest.
3: Tour? This would have been t- 2004 maybe okay, so 2003 yeah, yeah that's uh
2: man demorge is a good guest i think our listeners are gonna be so hyped right now we have
3: a. I oh, <laughs> i mean we have a lot of guests who are passionate but it's,
0: it's i'm just trying to figure out a world where dio would open for scorpions
3: <laughs> yeah you know it felt like a lot of the people there were to, there to see dio it felt like he had a very rabid fan base and then after that was scorpions and then it kind of felt like it puttered out with deep purple to be honest which is too bad, because those guys are... They dropped
0: an album last year, just didn't even do any press for it. They're just like, here's an album. Deep Purple? And it's just...
2: Deep Purple?
0: The organ is is, is hardcore, early 70s organ. Okay. It's like, I was
2: like, how is this organ going to be hardcore? Hardcore early 70s. Well, it's yes. Deep Purple organ.
0: That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's sort of like Chicago. Original Chicago is the only band I know of where the leads were all written for trombone.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. And the, well, like, the horn it, section was yeah, like the they're running focus. the
0: leads and everybody else is playing counter to that. And that's like the Oregon in early Deep Purple was a monster, man.
2: Um, Chicago is in. You Chicago they fan? They should be. Yeah, they have to okay. be in. The, who are the people that people are upset are in? I'm just trying. I want to get to the bottom. I'm trying to figure you out should, who you'd and be If you pulled up a list annoyed. from
1: last
0: year, I, you would go well, last and you year, and you the would big go
2: annoyance like, was Bon Jovi.
0: I can give. So I'll, I'll just straight I up. I mean, yeah, they probably shouldn't be in
3: yeah put them they, i mean they're they were so they huge, came out of they were nowhere. So huge. and
0: also know. they're the marker of the start of the of the music video era because the mtv music video challenge uh start off as hey you got a band do a thing so the first year the winner was some band i think they're from memphis but it was called dog police and their song was dog police <laughs> yeah. and they wore dog masks and trench coats the song
3: and artist were both dog
0: police? I think that's the same thing. And also so. the
2: concept for the video is they were dogs who were D- They were
0: dogs investigating a crime scene and the yes! and the, the guy says, the chorus was dog police, <laughs> nobody knows who you are, woof, 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 something like that. So they win, that's a joke. The second year, I think She's a Little Runaway wins from this Whoa. band that nobody oh, knew about right. called Bon Jovi out of New Jersey. And then everybody was, I remember like, Old like all our friends, older brothers, like what the fuck is who did John Bon Jovi with this song? But then that rock (laughs) took over. Yeah,
2: I mean, right? Yeah, for sure. Well, I the story I, I we really keep going on about Bon Jovi today, but the thing that I remember about them was that he was quoted as saying, "Like who's the loneliest guy in rock and roll." It's the radio DJ. So I befriended all these lonely radio DJs and got him to play my song. He's like, I'd go and I'd hang out with the guys.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is ironic
0: because the way Color Me Bad claims to have been discovered is that a couple of them were working in a movie theater somewhere in Oklahoma. And Bon Jovi was on tour and they bought out the theater so the band and their entourage could just go see movies without being disturbed. And the one guy hearing this calls the rest of the group and they all confronted them as they walked through, and then sang harmonies for them, and John Bon Jovi was like, "I like that. Let me hook you up with my guy." And that's how they sort of got started. Really? This is what he claimed.
3: Right? This is what he claimed. It does so that- sound like a like a, a beautiful urban legend. <laughs> yeah, <band. laughs> I will. That also comes say, from the band. Yeah, that I comes am, specifically from I the band. I am a
2: no joke. Color me bad fan. I think they're awesome.
0: <laughs> Name more than once. All
2: uh, all for love is oh, okay. truly a bop, and it it. I will say it to this day. All for Love is a fun song sung mostly in falsetto.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm coming at it with uh, <laughs> I want to sex you up, and then that's kind of where it is. That's oh, all that's me. For, really, for me. I just was really like, that that's that all I, I need.
2: adore. Me Moore. Oh my God! Yeah. I oh doing,
3: geez, I forgot
2: yeah, about that. Yeah, I right. adore I guess. Me Moore, and All for Love. Those are all three great songs. That's but a, I want to sex you up is an awesome song, and good for them. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Well, if they show up on a ballot, I'll be mad. <laughs> no, yeah, they're they're never that's that would
2: be on a uh, That'd be a wild. That'd be a wild card. I think Sublime has better
3: chance than they do. Yeah, there's they're so far down the list.
2: Um, who then? Who from the last couple of years were like yeah. the big ones? Yeah, that... if
3: you want, I'm just I'll just go through everybody oh, yeah. straight straight off and I'll, from, just, I'll the dome. just and then if if you're like that's it. All right. So last year it was Bon Jovi, The Cars, Dire Straits, Nina Simone, and The Moody Blues. Before that, uh, 2017 it was Pearl Jam, Tupac, Joan Baez, Journey, Yes, and The Electric Light Orchestra. Before that, it was Deep Purple, Steve Miller, Chicago, N.W.A. and Cheap Trick. Steve Miller, really? Okay, yeah, and Honestly, he was pissed. He did not have a good time. Oh wait,
2: he was pissed that to be there
3: after the ceremony. That it took he was like, so long? They, "No, he was just like, they didn't treat me well, and this place sucks, and I, you know, he was he was just he kind did, of a crotchety old what did man." He do
0: he did what everybody else does? That's known and has like a cult, not a cult fan base, but has a lasting fan base. He had one record that blew up. He followed mm-hmm. it up with a couple other hit singles. Um, but I don't know that he what else did he do? after? He just sort of like fell away. I mean, to be, his fans, he didn't. Yeah, but.
3: you'd be surprised how like oddly raucous Steve Miller audiences are They're They're almost like they're not quite Parrothead, but they're like, you know, old, drunk, d- dumbasses, for lack of a better <laughs> I, I, that's word. That's one of
0: those things where you're like, okay, if Steve Miller's in, how the hell is Peter Frampton not in? Mm-hmm.
3: Well, okay, what I would say, if I had to defend Steve Miller, not that, like, I love Whoa, him, but I would I like say seeing this happen. Steve Miller was, uh, kind of came out of that San Francisco, uh, like, bluesy, like, he played, Boss Skaggs was in Steve Miller band, right? So he had a few hits kind of okay, before so the, like, Fly Like an Eagle era, Yeah, like, Living in the USA and, and Space Cowboy, a Gangster Space, cow- love.
0: Space Cowboy, and those predate that, I thought they were all on that one
3: record. No, what's weird, and the thing that people don't realize about Steve Miller, it's one of my favorite... Is that
2: he's not just the greatest hits album that every college uh, freshman gets.
3: My favorite thing about Steve Miller <laughs> is that he had a song called uh, Take the money Living in the run. USA. It was like an early... Oh, I know that song. It's yeah, a great or, or early Steve Miller song. It's a, it's a great, if you get... Because when I was a kid,
0: we had a car. Our car was basically a race car. It was a Plymouth Duster mm-hmm. that had a decal of a fighting tornado Whoa. on the field, like With over like the field fists. cap. Yeah and it was and it was tilted and it had almost like had slicks in the back like they were mm-hmm. the next stage up is, of tires would have been slicks and we said drive this thing down the highway and uh but songs like that that sounded great on the mm-hmm. radio when they would come on fm um i remember
2: living in the usa what's it called yeah living uh, in the usa <laughs> i know that that's, song that's yeah word. indiana L-I-V-A coming in out of the uh, usa uh, and then that's he had a, a song, song called
3: uh <laughs> gangster of love yeah, oh, yeah. Yep. and then he had a song called space cowboy where it starts mm-hmm. off with i told you about living in the usa and i told you i'm the gangster of love and then a few years then he had a song called enter maurice and then he some had a song call called maurice. the joker where the first oh, few lines are: some people call me the Whoa. space cowboy some call me the gangster of love some people call me maurice because I speak of the Pomp So Pompatous This is just like love. Evangeline. It's like a narrative poem. So he won't stop around. referencing these old songs. <laughs> but his biggest song is The Joker. So everyone thinks he's just like those are just like crazy lyrics.
2: Can someone tell me what the Pompetus is? No one
3: can no, tell nobody. you what the Pompitose okay. is. Nobody. Uh but it's yeah, that I think that's so funny that The Joker was like a number one hit, and it's like maybe his biggest song, but but no one knows that he specifically referencing I can't his, his what other, was those songs? other Pena,
0: what was the paul penis song that he covered that was a huge paul paul penis paul yeah. Pena. paul Pena.
2: you oh. <laughs> don't heard. know this paul pina or... no. so paul
0: so steve miller had a major hit with a paul
3: Penis song um it i'm really just, just i'm just sounds blanking like paul on penis. it <laughs> i know i got hit oh jet the... airliner jet airliner oh, so that's a paul jet penis jet song. i did not realize I that was not original
0: He's also from the San Francisco scene, but he has this weird story that's covered in the documentary Genghis Blues, which is batshit crazy, which is that
2: Wait,
0: what's it called? Geng- Genghis Blues Genghis, Genghis oh, Blues. Genghis
2: Blues. So he
0: well, really <laughs> What's it called? Anus Penis. Anus <laughs> Penis Blues. He but he he was sort of a contemporary of Steve Miller's and then his girlfriend got some kind of affliction. She went blind suddenly, so he stopped playing music to take care of her. And then somehow he came down with a similar affliction. Couldn't play music, Couldn't was blind, couldn't do anything. So he falls off completely. And I think it's existing largely on his writing royalties. His royalties from that track, yeah. And he's hanging out, listening to radio, and then catching weird AM bands that are bouncing through. And then from there uh, goes to shortwave radio and starts listening to t- uh, Tuven throat singing from... Tibet okay. itself okay. on the radio <laughs> and teaches himself how to do it. Wow. And then this documentary is them following him as he goes to Tibet to meet the actual Tibetan people and competes against them. No. And and they but they teach him and and it's this whole crazy thing.
1: Whoa. But they
0: teach it only from the the movie really follows it only from that. And kinda of like as an afterthought, they're like, Oh, by the way, uh, Steve Miller covered. It. He was a musician in San Francisco and he used to do all this other stuff. And this is how we got here. And you're like, Whoa. Jesus What is this movie? Like, what
2: a life! Genghis Blues.
0: Genghis Blues. That's interesting. But that's that scene. Like that's it's all that same scene. All those people were sort of. So he's is he contemporary then
3: of Jefferson and the Airplane? I would assume, and like Quicksilver and Messenger Service and all. Airplane isn't. Starship No. Is it? No. Just just airplane. <laughs> uh, yeah. Starship sadly. Um, do
2: you would you put in this? Would you put in the Starship? I, absolutely
3: not. <laughs> under yeah. no circumstances thank god uh yeah so i think let's let's talk about the ballot this year have you seen the ballot i've not seen the ballot okay let okay. me go i'm gonna go ahead and pass the ballot over to you what we're doing is as the uh as we're in this kind of period between the nomination announcement and the inductee list i'm curious looking at that ballot which we Kristen and i agree is a pretty solid ballot
2: it is it's really hard to make a Okay, wow! I just sounded so. I really you're into it. I was happy, but well, I'm just happy that I'm not gonna have Look to this suffer ballot. this year. It's mm-hmm. a great ballot. It's pretty
3: stacked, and uh, I'm curious if you had to pick five because right. that's you know the voters have to pick five on their ballot. Who would it be? Okay,
0: first of all, I mean Leopard. Everybody knows Leopard's story, but they were they changed their sound after High and Dry. So I would. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say no on Leopard. Devo, yes, absolutely, because they, these bands that sort of had a graphic image that went with them, the short films they made, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. their whole concept was design oriented to begin mm-hmm. with. Uh, you can't touch Devo. They're they're monsters of, of influence. Janet Jackson is. I think a yes and it's shocking because if you go back and listen to these records you're kind of like people kind of go oh yeah I know one or two songs but go back and listen to a record oh yeah hit 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 hit, hit, so many we did
2: an episode about her last
3: week two two, two two weeks ago two weeks 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 ago ago
2: and uh, we tried to cover all the
3: songs and we had to like stop ourselves being like okay yeah yeah, this this obviously this was number one hit this was number one hit this was number one hit it was yeah
2: and the big thing that I actually literally took away from that too was kind of her influence on mainstreaming New, New Jack Swing which I is a type of music that I really love, Lovely. and I'm That's glad cool. that it got it went so mainstream and became such the, like the popular sound of you know the mid 90s early 90s R and B.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's some 80s. great part in that that Whitney Houston documentary. have you seen that? I still
2: haven't seen it, Joe. You haven't we, seen it we, either. No. We've oh got to God. see it you together. We've we got to
0: high fiving on every right now. It. I'm not going to give anything away but there's yeah. like there's a moment in the middle of it where they're backstage and Whitney's just ripping the shit out of Janet Jackson and her <gasps> mom's like don't use that language but you know you're right like they oh. kind of like it's, oh. a, it's like a it's like a 30 second but it's some of the harshest sharpest ripping I've ever it's uh, ooh dang it's world class
2: well I mean Whitney it's wrong
3: but it's world she should class should be in, in yeah but what's the what's ironic is Whitney does not get in until Jan- Janet gets in yeah Janet's yeah, got to yeah, get yeah, in yeah. first
2: well
0: that's the thing it's like at the time Janet was, was having hit after hit after hit hit after hit mm-hmm. and whitney it was at the point where whitney had stopped getting hits basically mm-hmm. was still mm-hmm. making great music but was not uh
2: okay so your votes right now are devo and janet
3: Did um, we confirm boy. a janet on your uh, yes oh yes
0: okay. absolutely kraftwerk yes mm-hmm. i want to say john prine too i mean that he has to get in he wow has
2: he to. was the most wild card of the nominations this
3: year yeah nobody
2: was. nobody saw that coming, coming.
0: Yeah. I, I mean he's if they're if they're nominating, he's gotta get in. I mean, you'd I, think eventually. You, you'd think it, I, I don't know who's of, voting. Like I don't know what this voting oh, so body is. So the voting
2: body is made up of uh rock critics and okay, let me see if I can say it. Go ahead. The vo- the voting body is made up of, of uh rock critics, musicians, uh primarily, and then some music industry people, as well as every um one that has been inducted. Oh, uh, okay. Uh previously. So, you know, you gotta remember Every member of the Moody Blues gets a vote. Every member of Bon Jovi, the Cars, etc. they all get a vote.
0: I mm-hmm. think John Prine gets in. I, yeah. I really do. So and that leaves me with
3: one. And also, this is, this is your, your ballot, yeah, right? Yeah, this is your ballot. Yeah. This is who, who you choose. Who cares? This isn't who you think who gets c- in, could right. get
2: in. This is who you think should. So far, you've got Janet, Devo, Craftwork, Prine. All right, who's your fifth? Round it out.
0: I know. Um, Who's
2: it up between? Who do you like the most? Uh, Who Who are you?
0: See, this is terrible because now you've got Rufus and Shaka Khan, the zombies. The Cure, the Cure do not get in.
1: Ooh. I love the Cure.
0: I'm not saying. I'm not saying not now. Just not now.
1: Okay.
3: Sure. I mean. I think. I mean, we vehemently disagree. um, But
2: (laughs) this is Joe's biggest snub. Is the Cure? I think there are, but he couldn't. uh, He couldn't sway Roy's ballot last. Last week,
3: I felt like you know he had his mind made up, and there was one sw- slot left for an official ballot, and we were oh, pushing Janet. So this Janet. is this is yeah.
0: this is the we threw the our critical. Way behind. Okay, Janet so let's do this. Radiohead's not going to get in right now. That's not going to happen.
2: They w- were nominated last year, and everyone thought they would get in right away. And they, when they didn't, now we're all like, "What's going to happen?" Yeah. Roy voted for Radiohead. Didn't did. he? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, they're not. They can't get in right
2: now. Why do you think? No, do you think they're too new? You think they got to? They're too new. They got get give more classic.
0: Left. Like, you've got, well, Stevie is Stevie Nicks going in as herself. As a solo. Yes. Yeah. That's not going to happen.
1: Ooh.
0: <laughs> I love Stevie Nicks to death, but that's not going to happen. No. Yeah.
3: I, this I, you, you this know, is good. Had... We,
2: I love a strong, well-informed opinion.
3: Mm-hmm. The significance of her career is with Fleetwood Mac, and she's inducted with Fleetwood Mac, and that takes care of it.
2: Yeah,
0: and I think that's, like, the solo thing is the first record, first two records, first three records, maybe. If you're pushing but, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But first two Mostly records. Mostly Belladonna. And, are yeah. Awesome. But that was, the first record's a Tom Petty record, really. Yeah. Yeah, if you, think, if you think about it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's her, but she's got some really good friends on there helping her, and it's a great record. But then the second record's okay, third record's sort of like a hit machine record. Like I just got to do this. Crank out. So I I can't see that um, raged too soon. They shouldn't have quit.
2: Shouldn't have quit. Ooh, shouldn't have quit.
4: Shouldn't Didn't have quit. they just play Could've a had... show
0: though, like a week ago? didn't not. they just show up somewhere and do a show i have
3: no idea i know morello I s- plays a lot uh i swear to
0: god i saw something somewhere and I, re- I didn't remember to go back and check i it feel out. like that would
3: have it jumped could be on my radar
0: smacking my uh rush see now you got run okay so i've got roxy music rungren and Shaka Khan and the zombies fighting for this last spot.
3: Wow, and remember this is a this is a fake ballot so be so it's be very careful. important <laughs> yeah <laughs> um.
2: also you can swap out if you want to take your prime back
3: yeah
0: at I just point. think prime has to get in or if he doesn't get in, he gets in next year, but he I think he has to get in. Then um, do it. Stand by your should, man. John Prine is in. All right, who's getting this fifth movie. spot then? Then I think it's going to be, this is going to be crazy, but I think it's, um, I want to say Roxy Music, but I think it's going to be The Zombies.
1: Okay. All right. So the, the
0: five. But, but
2: would your heart choose Roxy? Or... I would choose Roxy. Okay, music. then, you're, then Roxy okay, I I want your then Roxy Roxy. yeah. I that's, that's who, who you want would want. Those. Then yeah. you then you get to say it because this counts for absolutely nothing. Uh, <laughs>
3: uh, so, yeah, so there, there's uh, uh, Demorgue's ballot. Yeah. Zombies, Janet, Devo, Prine, and
1: Craftwork.
3: Craftwork, of course. Great. That's yeah. a that's a great. I think okay. that's a solid that's ballot. Sorry, t- ballot. Sorry, it took us so long. That's a. I'm trying to imagine
2: what that show would look like.
3: Uh, Pretty good. I'd, I'd go. <laughs> You'd have to get everybody in Roxy back. That's the thing. Right. Which because... I think I think if they got inducted, I think that could happen. Yeah. I think the only holdout now is. I think Roxy is Brian Music Eno. is going to get <laughs> in. Brian this is the only year. holdout do you think now. So? No, I don't think Roxy is going to get don't? in this year. do you have predictions as to who you think is going to get in this year? Because I, I think I've said mine, but I don't know that you've said yours. Um, Let me look. You, who do I you've think is going to get in? Who you want to get in, but you haven't said who you think. And okay. sometimes you have. This is the saddest part because you have to go, okay, I know who I want to get in but now i have to think like an old white dumbass and (laughs) and pick who i think will get voted in yeah i mean i definitely
2: think the two that will definitely get in are deaf leopard and the zombies uh i think those are the the most kind of like those are the picks that i think are just those are seem the most likely um
3: and I, I agree with you on Def Leppard. I'm not sure about zombies. But I think the I think zombies are going to get
2: the old people vote. I just mm-hmm. think there's well, no bones too. for the old in yeah, here. They're the know? moody blues of this year. They're the moody blues of this year, except they're not the damn moody blues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, sorry, I right. did not enjoy. Yeah, no, the artistic uh, merit
3: there
0: for you and I. Uh, uh, is, did they get they got back in because they had that, that comeback in 83, 84? The eighty-five, eighty-three, eighty-four. 85. You're saying it's, it's the once wildest dream.
2: Your wildest yeah, dreams <laughs> on the here. <laughs> on the heels of wildest dreams. Uh, I think I think deaf Leopard and the Zombies are probably going to get in. I also think that Stevie Nicks could get in. Mm-hmm. I I hope that Janet Jackson about, gets in. Well, I just hope. don't know if she will. Mm-hmm. Um, I really hope she does. But I think then that more. Uh, other artists that have a better shot would be Roxy and uh, I feel like Rage could get in too. Kristen, especially on the kind of like. You gotta
3: pick five. Who's your prediction?
1: Ugh.
2: Def, the zombies, uh, I don't know. Rage, Roxy, and Janet Jackson. No, or Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks, then, Okay. I guess. Yeah, Stevie Nicks goes in, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: My it, prediction is Def Leppard, Rundgren, Stevie Nicks, Radiohead, Janet. And I know that Radiohead and Janet are both vulnerable and that the zombies could take that slot. My prediction is they'll do six this year and throw in zombies. I think Ooh. it's like
0: between Rundgren and the zombies, like, one of those slots. And I have a friend whose father was in the zombies, and he's going to kill me for not <laughs> And I love the zombies,
3: but... Yeah, they're great. They've been on the ballot four times. This is their fourth time. Oh god, they gotta get in there. So it it feels like
2: We've said it before and we'll say it again. This will, will be very here. And they're still
3: active too. They're right. yeah. they're very they're active. Super active.
2: Oh, and you know, look, we always have a soft spot for anyone who tweets at us. And that just and The zombies have tweeted at us. Zombies, are they really? The zombies have tweeted at so, us.
3: Someone's doing the zombie social media and they're pretty they're pretty good.
2: And so that'll that bumps you up. All right, you want to get on our good side, engage with us, engage with us on social media.
3: Yeah, engage with us on social media, and then when we have a ballot, we don't uh, we don't vote for you. Yep.
2: <laughs> did did Roy not vote for them? No, he, he did didn't. Not. No. Well, Which I is... picked them in my draft, so.
3: You sure did. Uh, did you have a fantasy draft? We did have a, <laughs> fantasy, a fantasy draft, <laughs> for, draft. The, for the uh, nominee announcement. Uh, and maybe we'll probably do something else uh, as, as we get closer this to the near. inductee. I was thinking maybe we'll do one for... Maybe after the inductions are announced, do a draft for what songs they play. Oh, something like that. Oh, that, that, would would be be that would be neat. Or like or, what order bo- the and
2: then bonus category who who inducts them.
3: Yes, I think we could. Yeah, have their, If, have if rage provision.
0: gets in and they play. Get ready. They're all going to come out with Trump masks on and just tear shit up. Like if I was a TV producer and I had a vote, I would vote for Rage because that would yeah. be a
3: compelling. Oh television. my gosh, yeah. that would
2: be incredible television. Mm-hmm.
3: And you know uh, who else is a compelling onstage uh, presence these days and always? Janet Jackson? Is our our German boys over at Kraftwerk. Oh, the
2: German boys at Kraftwerk. Are, uh, we, are we going to talk about them?
3: Uh, why don't we take a break and then we'll talk about Kraftwerk after the break?
2: See you on the other side. Good.
3: Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs> Talk. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Welcome back uh, from the break. I hope your break was fruitful. Um, I hope you did something that, uh, you know, you've been scared to do recently, but you're glad you did it. Yeah. Way
2: uh, to take a risk during that break.
3: <laughs> we're back with Demorse Brown, and, and we're going to talk about uh, those those German computer boys, work. Yay! Hey. Uh Demorge, now I, I was saying this before we started. yeah uh, but the the way I found out that you were a craftwork <laughs> fan uh, I've known you through the comedy scene for for a, a few years or so and I was trying to find people uh, to come on the podcast that I, I thought would be qualified to talk about some of the current nominees. And I just put craftwork into Facebook. Uh, and your name popped up a few times as having posted about them, oh, and that, I don't even I
0: don't even know what I said. Right, then. You, That's you a seem thing to
3: indicate that you forgot. Uh, and so I will I'll pull up. We got two posts from May of 2015. Oh, good. I don't know if you can provide any insight as to why craftwork was on your mind at that time, but the May fourth, 2015.
2: <laughs> well, you know, it's springtime for craftwork. It's.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: actually, it looks like this This is based yeah, this on, <laughs> on news. You posted a link that uh, craft craftwork calculate new slate of 3D concert dates. So I guess they had just put out a tour list. Uh, uh, yeah, they they toured
0: for seemingly ever mm-hmm. um, and did a retrospective of... First, they did like a Greatest Hits tour. Then they did a tour where they did... They would do. They would sit down in some place and do six days in a row and do an album a day, basically. That's very. And cool. all their graphics were three D graphic images. So you like would, people would wear three D. You'd get three D glasses and That's you would sit there. Cool. They played the Disney Hall and did it a couple of times.
3: Were you there? You were. Uh,
0: I saw one show. I saw the Computer World show. Nice. Um, but I'd seen them before a couple of times. I saw them once at Coachella, and uh, and it was a mess. It was crazy. Why was it a mess? It was the first of all. They put them in the dance tent, which oh. is has a grass floor. So mm-hmm. by the end of the day of all these people, you know, grinding in place, them being the headliners, you get there at night and it's just full of this vapor. That's it. Smelled like a 4H fair, <laughs> basically. <laughs> okay. And then uh, I think Laurent Garnier was on before them. It's just DJing his stuff. And then Kraftwerk comes on, and they just put out the album Tour de France, which most people, you get it and you're listening, you're like, oh yeah, that's pretty good. But the whole trick about them was they have it. They had used, they had experimented with using essentially subsonic tones on it. So a lot of, there's bass in it that you can almost, you can barely hear if not not hear, but you feel it. If you have a good stereo system, it's punching you basically in the chest. Wow. And they played with this at top volume, and people were mashed against each other. And I just remember <laughs> at one point, two thirds of the way through they pulled security had to come through and take a woman away because she had become over ecstatic as they described to us when they came back so one kid was like what happened to her man they're like she became over ecstatic
4: and then wow. the girl
0: next to us.
2: This is like you know she got possessed by the Holy Spirit. She fell out.
0: She said that she had like a, it was a, such a she goes it's such a physical freaking and pounding. And I bet you anything with everybody grinding against her, she oh, just over she
2: orgasmed she over in the center well, or over physicalized crap. herself.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. she just sort of
3: there's a lot of euphemisms for what, <laughs> sure. what she topped up. And then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh-huh. they took it away. They were like we, when they, yeah. they got
0: her out that she was just over stimulated basically and
3: just had to be taken away. Wow. Not not every band can have that distinction. I don't know any other band. That yeah, does yeah. That. that's crazy. <laughs> Is that
2: one of the categories, Joe? Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and of course, their influence in the uh, category of orgasm. Yes. Uh, maybe you can uh, you can translate this for me. I'm looking at your Facebook. And when you posted this, you... I posted in German. Oh, geez. yeah. Ausgezeichnet. <laughs> Ausgezeichnet just means excellent. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and then one later. Few Things Make Me As Happy as the Last 5 Minutes and 40 Seconds of Craftworks. Neon game. Lights. It's neon got to be yeah. or neon lights, yeah. yeah. There is,
0: I mean, that song has a, it's 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 classic. It's been covered by Simple Minds. It's been covered by, I don't know, who else? You 2 covered it? Yes, u um, did cover it. And it's just this gorgeous, resonant song, and the lyrics are very simple. Neon Lights, Neon Lights, and at the fall of night, the city is full of lights. Uh, it's just sort of like that repeating over and over with this melody. It's great, and then the last five minutes is just this instrumental section, this arpeggios there's arpeggios like all over the place. And it sounds, and people hear it now, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's great. It sounds awesome." But they invented the instrument yeah, that make that it's sound. Like, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, It's yeah.
2: like when you see everything that references Citizen, Citizen Kane. Kane, or you watch Citizen yeah, yeah. Kane, you're like, "Oh yeah, cool." Yeah, like you watch The Godfather, and I'm like, "Yeah, they're gangster." Like, yeah, I get it.
0: Cool. <laughs> like, I watched like, Citizen Kane the first time with my friend Ray Prado, who now is like a big time film like guy, and he. Uh, and there were, I, there were thing, I was seeing things. I was just seeing everything. And he was like, no, you're not seeing everything. So that scene right oh. there where the camera just kind of goes up three floors, they had to they had to invent they some had to way invent to do that. That's it, not right. an edit. Dude. Yeah. That's like one shot. Uh-huh. And I was just like, what? There's even stuff
3: you don't see.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I, can I tell you what I know about craftwork? Yes. I, I
3: was, was just going to bring that up because we'll, uh, we'll kind of get into it. and we Here's always like what I know about craftwork.
2: I know they're German. Great. I know their name is Kraftwerk, and it's spelled with a K and mm-hmm. an E R K at the end.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I know they make beepity boopity music for sure. I <laughs> yes. know it's like a beepity boopity, and then uh, it's kind of like maybe pre-industrial.
3: Sure, I, that's that's a
2: uh... pre-DM. Yeah, pre- I mean, if you mean,
3: I mean... It, like the the wave of industrial music that they are they came before that is that what you yeah. mean yeah yeah that's accurate like but a, did
2: they help usher in did, did the, they're did, an offshoot of the, the concept under, that, industrial that, like an offshoot of craftwork. yeah
3: yeah mm-hmm. i think yeah i mean what's
2: what is the genre i mean literally and i could not name a song other than the fact that you just said neon lights is a song but i've uh-huh. never heard it I, you, I could not name any. i know okay. oh yeah you can I you don't, just don't you just don't know that yeah you i look we'll, forward we'll to knowing that, that i know a, to learning that i know craft work there's
3: songs. one in particular that will i think blow your mind uh, which will be fun.
2: Is it Funky Town? Did
3: they, <laughs> Funky Town? they wrote Funky Town. <laughs> um, you know, but even even songs like that from the well, disco era, them up. Yeah. beyond that, you know, I've been listening, to, in preparation, I've been listening to a lot of craft work, and it's just kind of been what's been playing. And then when I'm in the car, I was in the car yesterday, and I was driving, and Betty Davis' Eyes came on. And it starts off with a little synth line. It's like, do dee do doo do dee do. doo And I was, like, oh.
0: I was like, that's a this is craftwork. The drum in that, that...
3: All of it comes from what kind of craftwork laid out. That was invented by...
0: Carl Bartos invented that. Carl Bartos was in craftwork for a long time, and he invented that that drum. Mm-hmm. He was the percussionist who invented that drum that makes the snap the, the snap the snap, the, the
2: snap the, they like what do they call that I learned, well, I watched a little Vox thing about that sound that's oh. the sound of the 80s the like drum that the that, synth, like,
0: the synth the snare or the, synth, the snare
2: the like the like ksh, the the drum, drum machine sounding drum like ksh, instead of sounding like a hit it's sounding like a kind of thing yeah well those cool. concepts
0: are theirs so that's a the thing so when you talk about classifying them they really predate class they originally and there's a video, if you can find it, it's the funniest fucking thing in the world. They originally um, had, they were, they didn't have short hair and stuff. They had super long hair. They came out of the 60s. The Germans in the 60s, German youth in the 60s had had their entire sort of past way of living ripped away from them. Because after Berlin had been separated and culturally, their whole way of life, there was this sort of, I don't want to... People say shame all the time, but there was this sort of like... If you were of German heritage, you were just constantly hit in the face with the fact that you lost the war, and that this was your legacy, that this was something Mm -hmm. that you were dragging with you. So Mm -hmm. the youth started trying to find these new ways of expressing themselves. um, And they really didn't have a way of music to draw from, so they started pulling on other scenes, American scenes. Excuse me, the scene in London, that kind of stuff. And they had these clothes that were, like, uh, almost, like, Bader Meinhof chic, sort of. That's a terrible word. Like, university chic, like, <coughs> college-kid chic. Sort of, like, mm-hmm. corduroy jackets and bell-bottoms and shoes like that. And so they were almost like this hippie band with a guitarist, with a bass player. But then they also had these drums that were made that were sort of, like, metal discs. They looked like a, mm-hmm. a cupcake tin. Yeah. And then I think the drumsticks originally were cut from clothing hangers, like, that were looped and there was the whole thing was electric. If you touch it, it made a weird fizzy sort of sound uh-huh. and you'll see like, so the first video earliest video of them I've ever been able to find. It's like from 67 or something like that. 68 maybe. And it's, um, which is just them playing as they, as they sort of were. There's a flute that's run through a bunch of electronic filters.
2: In, right. Wow.
3: A real flute, and the flute. Flute was like a, a huge part of their like early. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and, so there's a real flute playing, not a synthesizer, but a flute played through a bunch of weird filters that was changing the sound. And it's on the news. And so there's like a news guy with a hip leather jacket and long hair, and he's wearing a turtleneck, and he's like, blah, 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 the music of the future, Kraftwerk. Mm-hmm. And then they pan to them on the studio, and they're just standing there playing this. It almost sounds like pastoral folk music, except everything is electronic. And there's a the guy playing a flute, which I think is Florian, is playing a flute, and Ralph Witter is playing an actual synthesizer and Carl is on these little cupcake. Yeah, yeah, D-I-Y drums. Oh my
1: drums.
2: <laughs> I mean, like... I know that they were important. I know that they like innovated and stuff, but mm-hmm. you know. Well
3: why don't we why don't we get into the quote unquote categories? Oh yeah. Yes. So so Demorge uh, when it comes to the rock and roll hall of fame, there aren't really any publicly uh, announced categories of what makes someone induction worthy. You know, the hall is basically, has shut their mouth in terms of like what they consider to be uh, merit. Uh, so what I've done as someone who is obsessed with this uh, bizarre institution. The <laughs>
2: only official category is that someone has to, it has to be 25 years after their first released recording.
3: Okay. Exactly. Well, this uh, is like 50 years after. Recording. Yes, yeah. right. For sure. fifty five. <laughs> so I put together a list of categories that I think if you do well enough in these categories, you have a, a good case for ind- induction. So we'll go through through these with Craftwork and sure. see how they do. And the first uh category is critical acclaim. And I think uh has been a... I use this phrase a lot but they've been a critical darling for just across the board. There's kind no of way. as long as as they've been around. They've changed everything. The
2: critics loves them. When it comes to the critics.
3: <laughs> is it like yeah, dude, that's very cool.
1: They but have changed
3: literally everything. Especially like the
0: DJs now. You look at like Derek May and all these guys, those are the, when you do a documentary on craft work, partially because they hide so much from the public, but a lot of the people they go to are the actual DJs who will sit there and say, you know, you know, here's this, here's this, where this is where this came from, this is where this came from. Like, it's the people who keep the music going.
1: Oh,
2: yeah. You better believe we're going to hit up their influence oh, as well. Oh, you think oh, that isn't a category?
3: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, but when, when it comes to the critics, uh, I think they've always been well received. Maybe at the time, they weren't fully understood. You know, with time, what they were doing grows in importance every single year. Uh, but especially when you look at lists, you know, from, I for, I think it might be the magazine enemy but uh there was a a a magazine or publication that straight up said the two most important groups in music is the beatles and craftwork
2: dang because they electrified like they um (laughs) because they electrified (laughs) electrified the world (laughs) everything in the world they made it electronic it was enemy it was the
3: beatles and craftwork may not have the ring of the beatles and the stones but nonetheless these are the two most most important bands in music history that was from music journalist Neil McCormick. In yeah, what year? I think so. Um, is probably, he part of the voting body? I wouldn't wouldn't shock me. Yeah,
2: maybe he's one of the ones Gotta who uh, got him on the ballot. But, is this uh, their first year on the ballot?
3: No. So Kraftwerk has been on the ballot five times. This is their fifth time. First in 2003. Then they were off the ballot for 10 years. And then it, it has been every other year. 2013, 2015, 2017,
0: and now 2019. They yeah, got,
3: yeah, they got to get it this year. Yeah. Uh, because it, it's crazy that they're not in it it is crazy that they're not in but every
0: I, single piece of music that's out there almost right now and certainly in terms of pop music mm-hmm. is pulling from them is, is riffing from them is mm-hmm. doing I mean essentially the music industry giving up and just saying like okay you know this is, it, is, is that Coldplay song yeah, that we'll, you oh, are we'll get gonna, to you're going to get to that. Okay. Yeah.
3: That's oh. I, I want to I'm going to pull that Whoa, just cuz I know I'm that like will I so intrigued. That what will happen Kristen uh, in a way <laughs> where she's not expecting it. Um but yeah, so I think w- the problem with and we'll, we'll get to this a little bit later though is that it's I mean, it's just the voting body. I don't trust them to really appreciate and understand the significance of craftwork when we've seen what they go for you know they've been up this is their fifth time so we know that that they, thing you pulled
0: out before we even started that little that yeah there thing in the room That's there's like because a tiny of them.
3: there's a tiny little keyboard in this room that i pulled out that that that, that technology was oh, advanced so because the of them yeah. and it has like it has knobs and like little buttons for Whoa. drums it's an axiom mm-hmm. mini air 32 and it yeah it is only in this room because of the band craft work uh, so okay critical so acclaim critics, yes for them. sure and Very then cool. you know they've shown up on lists and when we the next uh category is called classic albums and uh on rolling stone's top 500 which we refer to a lot because there's a connection between rolling stone and the hall uh trans europe express uh was was obviously on there and it shows up on nearly every list of the greatest albums
0: it's just it just has
3: to yeah and even even the like more populist like vh1 lists from you know 15 20 years ago uh trans europe express was on there the top 100 which is you know when you're making a list for vh1 (laughs) you probably want to put more of your beatles and michael jackson on there but yeah they put i mean trans europe express you know there, there was no denying it uh and i think even beyond that's like their definite like monster classic definitive album but even beyond that i would throw in computer uh world computer world as being very classic and then even autobahn Uh, yeah yeah absolutely and then even like the second tier beyond that you can throw in man machine Machine. (laughs) yeah uh and it's it's hard to look at their output and not just see a lot of those are probably the top ones but you know one of their great strengths is that they consist their strengths is that they are i think an album band you know they put out their work was uh cohesive and they would put out albums that really fit together and i think the one category that they aren't as strong in is recognizable songs yeah in that like with Kristen, if i say like okay can you name a craftwork song you, I say
2: no, but I can name three "Color Me Bad" songs. Right, exactly, <laughs> right off the dome. Your
3: priorities. So yeah, the category of like iconic songs and recognizable songs, it feels as though that's sometimes where it is a roadblock for people. But there are songs that they have that are more recognizable than you would think. I mean, especially for a band that is very electronic and not super heavy on the lyrics. Sometimes it's about the, recognizing the melodies.
4: I wonder if that's why
0: they didn't do why well, they did those three years of tours of. The, I mean, I know they had box sets of re, they remixed every sound of every album, and yeah, and the then mix. put these packages. Well, no, the mix oh. was then. Later on, they did this thing where they took every album, every sound, because they had to do it anyway. They originally they had been traveling. With the original synthesizers, which were the size of rooms. Mm-hmm. So they would have seven trucks <laughs> oh, whoa. following them everywhere they would go. And they were known as this continent this intercontinental band that was like, you know, their whole concept was electronics and and the mechanism is going to unify everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and that this was the future and the future was quickly becoming the present. That was their whole concept. Generally speaking, so they would travel with these giant trucks and then show up and be like, This is our vision of the future. They have to go back and like, all these wires, all these things, mm-hmm. oh my and these gosh. trucks would have to follow them. And so at some point after the mix, where they sort of took their studio and redid. They realized everybody was going digital. Everybody was catching up to them.
3: Which I love the name of their studio, Kling Klang. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <In, laughs> Aus Dusseldorf. It's in, yeah. Dusseldorf. It's just yeah, it's a in yellow, Dusseldorf. Just a yellow cinder block building in Dusseldorf. Do
2: you speak any German? Do you speak a lot I of German?
0: F- I used to. I started German when I was 10. And I stopped my first year in college just because it was just like, there is no more German you can learn. So I don't know it, know it. But it just... it just You could
2: get by in Germany. You'd be all right. I do it. It
0: works its way into my comedy all the time. It's like, it's in everything. Mm -hmm. All my... I have posts that are German posts all the time. Yeah. Right. I use Auskitzachnet all the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just... And don't even know that I'm doing it. Like, I just didn't know that. But yeah. So they shrunk everything down to these suitcases. Now when they tour, they have suitcases and they just walk out and place them on the thing and then just and everything that was in the trucks is each in the suitcase and so basically what they were predicting is now and that's the future what they're is reveling now out. and they mm-hmm. predicted it so i think that in this tour what they did was they did every album that way they went through every piece of every album and made it pristine and perfect and you, if you buy it, you can buy the box, or you can buy each one remastered. They're on Spotify. You can listen yeah, to the different. Is the
3: box in a suitcase. Would that be yeah, perfect? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> And then yeah. they,
0: and so then they toured with this, these three D graphics and stuff, but essentially reindoctrinating this public into what they're hearing. So, and you, when I went to see them, I took Davey Johnson, Josh Raimo, like four people to see them at the Greek. And the guys who stuck with me, some people ran up to the front, and other people kind of stayed with me. They were like, "Wait a minute, is this this is them?" And I'm like,
2: "That's what it's because about they thought to it was from another me. song." Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, "Play me something that's right. going so, to make me." Yeah, so this is this is the
3: one where I think it's it's going to oh, it headphone potentially, time? yeah, it's headphone time, baby. Yeah, I think this one could potentially shock you. What? So this is a riff, this is called Computer Love. This uh-huh. is the riff from a very popular song by Coldplay called Talk. So I'm gonna. Okay. You're taking pictures
2: picture of something that's new. Nothing? No, I don't. I'm not a huge not Coldplay play. person, though. Well, the podcast that... <laughs> is canceled.
3: Oh, you don't like, have wow, the Coldplay song? That, I, I, the... If you want, I'll throw, I'll throw on the Yeah, Because yeah, I think if, if you hear it, it you I mean, I'm, I sound exactly like Chris Martin.
2: Something is new. I've heard. It's um,
0: so warm, that song, too.
2: It is. Yeah, this yeah. is a... So
3: they sam- they sampled it, and the-, the story is very funny about how Chris Martin uh, got the sample, because they're known recluses, and they're very hard to get in contact with, so there was some back and forth with some lawyers, and uh, eventually, Chris Martin got an envelope with a piece of yellow legal paper in it, and all it said was, yes?
2: That's perfect. <laughs> it should have said, da.
3: Yeah, right? Um, da
2: <laughs> or ya? Yeah, think,
3: yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. They're not Russian. Oh yeah, Kristen, come on. You're right about that. Stay with us. But this, yeah, this whole track, which was a hit, is based off of that Kraftwerk riff. It wasn't
2: yeah. a hit to me. It was yeah.
3: a massive hit for them. It's like they ended their concerts with it. I think it was their encore on that tour. It does not shock me that it was it was one of their biggest hits, especially from uh, I know, that time.
2: I know oh. clocks. I know yellow.
3: Fair enough. um but uh, yeah, kind of talking just as a, a sidebar about I really love the story of how hard they were to get in contact with. And they, you could not call them because in their studio, they didn't want any distractions or anything like that. Uh, so <laughs> they would have a phone, but they would turn the ringer off and they'd say, if you want to call us, you need to call us at this specific time. If you call us at this specific time, one of them would go over to the phone. It would not be ringing. And they would just pick up and go what? and say hello. And someone would be on the phone because the they thing. knew they had their call crazy. at that specific time. The
0: other thing is uh, their chief photographer. This guy's been a photographer for years because they don't want to work with anybody. He just photographs the band. But he doesn't photograph the band. He photographs the robots of the band for the most part that they made
1: of themselves.
0: <laughs> they make these Every show ends well, most shows end with the man machine, and at some point during the lighting sequence, they disappear and their robots appear, and then they're just robots behind the keyboards,
3: boot bopping away. Craftworks wild. Uh, let's but, play. Let's play a few more tracks. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, hit
2: yeah. me with something uh, that so I might really know. They,
3: you know, when when disco was kind of the big thing, th- that became Craftworks kind of entry into the. American market so to speak uh, and I was shocked to find out they have an album called Autobahn that was number 5 in America Which I, in the 70s when it was a hard thing to do and the track the title track from Autobahn Autobahn uh, was went to number 25 and it's a well, it's it's
1: cause 7 it minute song? With, cause yeah. it starts with
2: a car it's, like a seven minute it's very tra- American we like a car sound first of all second of all we love the idea of driving with no speed limit baby
3: Right, it's the American dream, and it's in Germany,
2: and that's in Germany.
3: Yeah, I pulled up the single version because I think in order for it to chart, it had to be like three and a half minutes. But the album version is uh, twenty-two minutes, (laughs) (laughs) which they love to do. Yeah, it's a. It took you a a second, yeah. So it's it's essentially a full album side of this song, which uh, the lyrics will, will come in soon. Uh, brown, I mean, it's brown, more or less. Brown, it's it's brown. far and far and far and on oh, the don't, autobahn, don't which means driving, driving, driving. Although a lot of all people driving on the autobahn. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people think they're saying fun, and they think it's oh. like a take on the Beach Boys. Which oh, maybe that's why it was a hit. Yeah,
0: but I, it's also there's like so there's that level, and then there's all this massive level. Like the graphics for that album cover mm-hmm. are. Insane, so it's, it's a basically a sign, essentially a sign for the Audubon. It's a blue field, oh,
2: yeah, with I a saw white, it. yeah, but that's the cover of the album, yeah.
0: So, but that, but up to that point, almost all album covers were about the um, the uh,
2: it's about babes,
0: about the band, really, oh, mm-hmm. sure. you know, yeah, about, about the, the artist, who's in the showing the artist, yeah. and whatever. And yeah. they were just more about this is a concept. Um, not that Yes didn't do that with theirs, but this is like a minimal concept, everything was reduced down to. We're going to talk about a feeling and and, an impact. um,
2: I mean, the biggest thing is that I can hear and I know that we will talk about influence soon. But I mean, this is it all sounds like stuff. Uh, like other things, I'm like this is the mm-hmm. drive soundtrack. I'm like yeah. this yeah, yeah. is right? Daft Punk. This is, you know what I mean. It this all is so yeah exactly. All,
0: the, all those instruments that those guys are using, of course, are the size of this. Whereas when they made this, they had to go wire a bunch of stuff together. You know, and make, there's a reason that their albums are like. I mean, in the beginning, they were sort of like two years apart or a year apart mm-hmm. and stuff, but then they started
3: going like eight years between albums. Right to to really. Yeah. So and then we we've, we've played this track before, uh, Trans Europe Express. Oh yeah. Right, because it's famously when sampled.
2: You, yes, because when you played it, I when you played it when you were revealing the nominees, I was like, did Africa Bombata get, <laughs> get nominated?
3: Which she has been nominated like, before once, but yeah, huh. this is. Yeah, very recognizable. Yeah.
0: Uh and Planet Rock is like no, has numbers in it too, right? It's got this and numbers mixed together, I think.
3: Oh, is that right? Yeah, I
0: think numbers is in there
3: because this is the, this is the most prominent one. Because if you listen to Africa Bambaataa, it's like pretty front and center. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. See, there's the numbers that that top percussive. That's Carl Bartos. Okay.
3: The, the pew pew, and then you know they they've just been sampled a bunch. You know bits and pieces, and and that that one's front and center. But there's other ones that you don't. They're they're kind of like lurking in the background. You might not recognize it. Like Jay Z has sampled them. Uh, Dre has sampled Heart them. Hard Knock Life. Yeah, as yes. you know, as Craftwork. Kraftwerk, Kraftwerk <laughs> did the score for the musical Annie, as you might remember. Yep. Uh, but you know that's kind of where the uh, recognizable kind of riffs end. I will throw on. Uh, you know, Pitchfork put out a list of like 500, you know, important, great songs. And, you know, their list, unlike Rolling Stone, hues more to the, the indie side, the underground side, mm-hmm. things that, uh, you know, aren't as mainstream, not as populist. And, you know, there were Trans Europe Express was on there. Uh, so was uh, the aforementioned Numbers, which I'll throw on. Yeah, they, they like right. to really get you in the mood uh, I
1: mean, before I do. the beefs this, and boops this start. This
2: is Dude, definitely me and hyping me my friends, me when up. I
0: was a kid, we, we knew this whole beginning part. We were, like, counting in numbers, like, each new shi, and just doing <laughs> all these different languages. And we had the most fun.
2: This is neat. I mean, this is cool.
1: Yeah.
2: I like this. this is... I mean, to me, though, this, I mean, it really... Well, this it sounds nice. so much like music that is made today. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. wow. Well, this is where
0: breakdancing came, came in. Yeah. This is where it started yeah, fusing with breakdancing and downbeat. And and...
3: Uh, and. I just love that Kraftwerk, The their their names for their songs are like numbers, <laughs> computer love, pocket calculator. Which is <laughs> a real one. The
0: single that came after this, though, that Tour de France. Do you know that one? Uh, no, I that, don't. So, it's in Breakin'. It's in the movie Breakin', in the scene where the kid gets he's at work
2: where he dances on the ceiling. That's breaking. No too. no no
0: where he's like got the he's got the uh the broom and he's outside and he's he's basically doing the sorcerer's apprentice with the broom and yes. he's break dancing. That's Kraftwerk's song about the Tour de France because they worked this is another crazy thing. In the beginning they worked at night all the time. And the reason they worked at night was because they were big into cycling. And so they would be oh. riding their bicycles during the day. Not motorcycles, bicycles. Just That's Wow. Just going nuts. And so they finally, and eventually they did an album about the Tour de France. They did a whole album right. about the Tour de France that came out in the late 90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. something like that. But they had this one single called Tour de France, and Breakin put it in. And there's a whole scene, that kid with the broom. Can you play all a little song. of it?
1: Yeah,
3: it- I can put so it on.
0: Well, the, its biggest influence on music you know is <laughs> breathing in <and> songs. <sighs> right. <laughs> like Diamond Girl. Yes, oh
2: my yes, god, yes. Diamond Girl. All that comes from Kraftwerk. That's work, from that Some song. house music. I've All talked about fun. the song Diamond Girl on this to it has fallen on deaf ears. Well, yep. their
0: rebirth is from Detroit. Like they came back. Oh, this mis- sounds like house
2: music. Like this very much sounds like Push house it. music.
3: Push it real good. Yeah.
2: Wow. And this sounds like somebody riding a bicycle. Mm-hmm. I get it.
0: And the gears are bicycle gears are the percussion. Like, here, here come the bicycle gears.
2: This feels like, too, like we're watching Tron. All of this feels like... Did they do the Tron soundtrack?
3: I don't think so, but I watched them... I, wa- I was watching some concert footage of them, and sometimes they just straight up... The way they're dressed head to toe looks like they are straight out of Tron. Yeah. You know, with <laughs> oh, like the, yeah, gri- the grid gr- shit the on glowing their grin. body, suits, body yeah. suits. Yeah,
2: this sounds like...
3: To
1: difference, to difference.
3: <laughs> Very simple lyrics with crap work, which I appreciate. Yeah.
2: They want you to just be feeling the beat. I mean, this is just, you know. I don't know. I can imagine. This This makes me want to smoke a cigarette and step
1: touch. <laughs> 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 uh,
3: and then the, the third song, they had three songs on that Pitchfork 500. The third one was something called Computer World 2.
0: That's the, that's the murder of.
3: Yeah. Uh, Which, you know, obviously there is a a Computer World 1 that, that opens the album Computer World. Ah. Uh, again, they keep it simple with their... But they bring Numbers yeah. back.
0: See, that's the thing is Numbers <laughs> happens and then Numbers goes right into Computer World 2. So you get this intro and then Numbers comes in and lays over the top of this. So this is going and then you hear mm-hmm. this,
4: I 2, 3, vier, 4, six, 7.
3: And then I want to make sure I throw on uh, Neon Lights because of the... Oh, yeah. The Facebook status, mostly. But this
0: is this is this is important because this is one of those first statements that the music is the music is digital. That it's, mm-hmm. it's when you start putting it, you're reducing it down to it's all numbers, and it was numbers.
1: Oh, yeah. Because you know, in
0: the 1900s, every, every, all music was three-four time. It was waltz. Uh, it changes, it changes, it changes, and now, but it's all numbers. It all comes down to numbers, which is the whole point of that record. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Computers right. run everything. Computers. Let's throw on neon, let's throw ones, neon zeros. Oh yeah. Baby. This is this is especially if it's the last five minutes
3: yeah if you i i'm gonna look up exactly your uh is the last five minutes in 40 seconds so i will i will try to jump to exactly that uh but we'll listen to the intro for a little bit all right we're about to here we go we're about to get into the last five minutes and 40 seconds
2: I mean, this also reminds me of music that I really like, because, like, I love cut copy. You know, like, there are so many bands that are so derivative of this
3: Mm -hmm. music that I'm,
2: like, that I really do like a lot.
3: Uh, And video games. Yeah, also, I've I've (laughs)
2: definitely played a video game before, and this (laughs) sounds like I'm doing it right now.
0: Well, the Japanese loved them. And then that's Mm -hmm. what Yellow Magic Orchestra sort of came about because of Kraftwerk. They're, like, the Japanese Kraftwerk. okay. And Ryuchi Sakamoto is in that band, um, Harry Hosono, a bunch of other guys. But they it's its like they their big hit, which came out around the time The Computer World came out, they, they're just copying Kraftwerk. Not shamelessly, mm-hmm. but like tribute to Kraftwerk. Yeah. They had a song called Computer Games, which is just literally songs from Midway Machines merged yeah. together into a symphony that they would play. Uh, that then became the song "Firecracker," which you also know. You don't know, you know, but you do know.
1: You don't
0: know. Like, you know uh-huh. if you play yeah. it. If okay. you play it, you'll know. But it's a, it's, it's. They had their own fan band, basically. That was also a major influential band worldwide. <laughs> that, it's insane. Mm-hmm. It's
3: madness. They're like a. They're insane. Right. What so, are
2: more of our? What is our next category? Right. So
3: uh, unfortunately, they they don't do great in terms of recognizing the songs no. until you kind of hear them and like you get it because it's like you don't recognize maybe the song but you recognize how it has permeated throughout all of music after it. All of Duran Duran. Uh, yes. The next category is commercial success. Now they're not a band that is breaking the bank. They're not a band that is uh going nuts. But, you know, like I mentioned before, shockingly to me, uh Autobahn was a number five record in America when it came out in nineteen seventy-four. And you know, after that it was a pretty steep drop, you know, the next one in America, radioactivity was 140, Trans Europe Express was 119. They're consistent uh, but if in across the world they they do much better uh, in America it's not like they're selling nothing but it's also you know they're kind of in the middle towards the uh, the low end of things uh, but they've been able to if we talk about the next and the category touring too. longevity mm-hmm. you know they they still put on a really great show uh, and and like you said, you saw them at a what was the festival? Uh, I saw Coachella. them at Coachella. Coachella. Well,
0: I saw them at Coachella,
3: and it was crazy because
0: I was at my friends wanted to go to one stage. We planted ourselves there, the main stage, and it was like uh, Hives, uh, some other band, Bell and Sebastian, blah 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 Pixies, and then Radiohead. And I was like, I'm going to stay with you guys until the Pixies, and then I'm getting the fuck out of here, and I'm going to go find I'm going to go find craftwork. Uh, by that point, it was just a mile of people, it was a quarter mile yeah. of people, and a quarter mile wide. But the best part was Kim Deal, and my friend stayed, and Kim Deal goes, I'll see you guys at the work tent. Good <laughs> night. Uh-huh. And I was like, see you fuckers later. And I just ran as far as stepping through and around people and got there early, like during the mm-hmm. Lorraine Garnier's set. And so then, you mm-hmm. know, I was I was in. Uh, and sure enough, Radiohead did their set, and then
3: everybody started trying. I couldn't get out of the tent when the show uh-huh. was over because everybody was outside listening.
2: There is no escape.
3: No. Uh, but that I mean that is a quite a distinction that they can you know be a huge draw for a festival now other oh, i it's
0: it's insane to me because it really is a, maybe that's the true measure of their greatness is that you know a lot of these people can't sit and, and go go with you slug for slug with them, but mm-hmm. if the music's playing, they get it if they're playing somewhere they know they're gonna see and for a lot of people they want they want to see these three d graphics because that show. Was my that in and of itself? It got into the point where the last couple, the last tour was a fine arts exhibition. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. It was a modern fine arts exhibition. It was more than the music. It was a what they call a, a Gesamtkunstwerk, which is like your entire body of work. I love that presented. Okay. You know. Gesamtkunstwerk.
3: Gesamts- <laughs> uh, and if we talk about longevity in terms of like the height of their like artistic output, I think we're probably looking at. You know, Autobahn was, like, kind of the marker of, like, who they were. And, you know, there's, like, kind of before Autobahn and, like, after Autobahn, which was 74. And then, you know, it was Radioactivity, Trans-Europe Express, Man Machine, Computer World, all the Electric Cafe, all the way up to 86. And that's kind of, I would say, that, you know, 12-year period, which is a good run of, like, you're firing on all cylinders. You're putting out your best <laughs> work. You know, not a, not a lot of bands have that. You know, it's also yeah, not a like... that's a long one. It's not like they were – I mean, they were still doing – probably, if we're being honest, that's kind of where they drop off in terms of relevance in the public eye. Uh, But still putting out stuff and still being able to uh, command a presence and a following so many years later is uh, impressive. Yeah. Yeah, That's why. The next category, we've touched on it a bunch. Yeah. But uh, influence and innovation, this is where they are probably – they do better in this category than nearly anybody else who's ever yeah, been around. Yeah,
2: listening to a lot of their songs, they, I mean, yeah, they have influenced everyone and they've changed music and the course of it. Yeah,
3: because it's not only at first you think like, oh, okay, like kind of like the synthy 80s music does not exist without Kraftwerk. That's maybe the most immediate. I mean, maybe even before that, you some disco stuff does not exist without Kraftwerk. Uh, the stu- the disco stuff that sounds more, uh, electronic you know, I think of like, I feel Love" by Donna Summer, which has the Giorgio Moroder thing yeah. going, which, you know, he's, you maybe call him more of a contemporary of Kraftwerk, but I think that's, that's all part no, of the he, same. He's on record as saying he pulled it from them. Okay. He, like,
0: and the other thing is they don't exist really without Bowie. Going, this is the best shit I've ever heard. And mm-hmm. every interview that he went to he was like, "By the way, have you heard Kraftwerk? They're amazing." <laughs> and then he, his whole three album series where he goes to Berlin and, with Brian yeah. he does you know Station and then,
3: Station and Low and and
0: uh, lodger And he does. And then there's a song. I think it's on. Is it on Low? Um, the Low is the, the most the kind of electronicy. The tribute to Kraftwerk. There's a song called V2 Schneider. Mm-hmm. because Florian Schneider was a member of the band Kraftwerk. Right. So he put this song called v- V2. I don't know why he put the fucking rocket on there, because it sure decimated the shit out of London and scared the hell out of him. But he right. the bear yeah, better one, yeah, Brown's rocket. But he but he called it V2 Schneider, and it's done in that electronic, that bare electronic sense. It's like his version, he and Eno's version of it. It's trippy, too, because there are all these other German bands. So Michael Roeder, who started with them, left and formed Noy. And then there was this band Cluster, that just lived on a my com- commune on a farm and they would make they would experiment with like recording uh taking a shovel and hitting a tractor and using that mm-hmm. as a sound to build a song around it It's all funny things. too to
1: be
2: like in such an organic place making kind of you know uh con- synthetic music mechanical right. yeah. yeah
0: and the, but that's and that's how they were you know mm-hmm. and
2: That's
3: uh, interesting I always thought that band was pronounced... Oh, nü <laughs> That's what new. I thought it was, but it's Oh, was yeah, interesting no, so That's there...
2: like how an Australian person says yeah.
3: no. Uh, yeah. Noi. No, I don't no, I don't want I don't want no. Who
2: is that? That's British. <laughs> know, Australian sorry. people say they're like, No, I, I want one. There you yeah. go. That's a
3: little bit better. I'm sorry. I need to be Noi. on part of my accents. Uh so like there's that direct, almost immediate influence, and then as you creep into eighties and you're hearing synthy sounds like that all like I mentioned Betty Davis eyes <laughs> <laughs> before. But like any any of that those kind of synth lines and that like the the uh I forget what what we called it. The, like, but like, that crack that crack drum is yeah. a, car, that's a that's a Carl Bardo's that's sh- that's his synthesis. Straight of, from them. And then it it just and then hip hop, I mean, so much early and throughout hip hop is if not directly sampling craft work, like we heard Africa Bambata, it's sampling things that were influenced by craft work. And I think I think craft work's uh work is so a part of weirdly the hip hop story, you know, for these weird German guys to be kind of foundational for what hip hop was.
0: And there's the other songs on those records, like you know, on the other side of uh, Trans Europe Express. There's one of my favorite songs is "Endlos, Endlos," which is just about the fact that. Ultimately, when you get down to it, its borders are it's a it's it's a melody that's sort of just repeating, like almost like mm-hmm. a Schubert type melody. It's repeating, mm-hmm. but in, it's all a computer that's doing the thing. In
3: English, it's endless,
0: endless. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so, but it's so it's as if you're in a train. You're in this Trans Europe Express, which was a new concept that you could just get on a train and just go all the way across Europe on a train, a high speed train, and it just goes and goes and goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. The song just loops over and over and over, like you're looking out of a train right now. And then the only lyrics in there at the end are a computer voice that's echoing, going endless, 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 endless. endless. These guys—they're wild. beauty—they're a beauty.
2: big deal. This and was... also, as we've said, every like so much of dance music today is like yes. A, yes. an utter A to B. Right. So like... a-
3: any electronic music, dance music. That all, it's so a part of the DNA of that genre. Is and graphic. especially
2: also like early 90s, like house music too, very, very influenced by them. I or was
0: the fact that Computer World comes out and has several songs that are about the idea of people owning their own personal computers at a time when nobody owned, a per- that concept did mm-hmm. not exist. Oh yeah, they also created your... the future. Yes. They're also <laughs> well, they you saw know I mean. well, no, they You're going to Jobs didn't listen to that record yeah. and are like, mm-hmm. like, yes, we're on the right track, at least. Yeah.
3: If you go to the Rock Hall's website and you go to Craftwork's page, the first thing that's written is Craftwork is the foundation upon which all synthesizer-based rock and roll and electronic dance music is built.
2: That's the that's the, the headline, slogan. and that is yeah. correct. Damn. Uh, so all it's right. it's
3: hard it's hard to even scratch the surface with the influence and the innovation, yeah. but like they are uh, they are beyond uh, anything you could even yeah like anyone maybe who's ever been nominated or inducted like it's it's hard to really put your finger on it or articulate it yeah uh the last category is does my mom know who they are
2: Ooh, does she my so knows,
3: and t- <laughs> but that's because of me you're right <laughs> uh and you know i'm gonna i'm gonna straight up you're gonna text, text her right mom. now <laughs> <laughs>
2: When Look. I asked my mom if she had heard of MC Five, she responded f- several hours later with "Not sure," which mm-hmm. I'm, which is a no. <laughs> I'm guessing it's a no.
3: And the point of this category, and maybe in a way, it's the most important category because it, it 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 takes a temperature of is this a band that generally people know? Yeah. And if
2: does your mom write you back right away?
3: My mom, oh boy, unfortunately, has to say no. She does not know. Oh. Work. That's, Interesting. Nice
2: that she, that's nice that she didn't try to couch her bets and be like, hmm, maybe. maybe. <laughs> like, my mom is not willing to she admit has been that she under doesn't the bus know and No, and a follow-up,
3: <laughs> neither does dad. Wow, mom and dad wow. both don't know Kraftwerk. if I work. text
2: my mom right now, I'll, maybe I'll hear from her in a Which is
3: probably the roadblock that's keeping Kraftwerk. They've been up, this is their fifth time. Yep. This is the roadblock that's keeping Kraftwerk from getting in, is they are monumentally influential and have put out very good work, but... The average person on the street in America, especially, does not know
0: who they are. At the stars of today. I don't even. The girl that's in the trailer when you go to see movies and playing in the pre-trailer stuff, where she's got her beats on and the guys asking her like, "Was this the hardest song you ever recorded?" And then they cut to fake documentary footage of her going,
1: "Oh, oh, oh,
3: oh, oh,"
0: and then her finger kind of goes up in the air and she's in the studio and she nails it. And she's like,
4: "Yeah, it was tough."
0: But I got real personal, and it's all about Dre's. Like uh-huh. those stars, the America's Got Talent stars, they don't give a shit about where the music comes from or where the sounds no. come from. You know, they think it comes from. Pharrell, I like that you Pharrell
2: reenacted knows. that you reenacted the whole preview that
1: you see. I'm in so, a so movie. mad That's... at that. I'm so <laughs> mad. At that. I see a lot of
0: movies, and That's I have to so see that. Good. <laughs> and I and I love these headphones to death. And the the designer of these is a good friend of mine. But like that ad, I want to punch in a face every time I see it. It's like stop fake singing. Just,
2: That's really funny.
3: Well, shall we do our verdict? Yes. So, should Kraftwerk be in the Rock Hall? Will they be in the Rock Hall and when and will it be this year? And we'll start with Kristen.
2: Okay. Should they? I'm now a yes. You're
3: you've been converted.
2: Big time. Well, there's just no re- the amount of influence that they've had is like it is undeniable. They absolutely without a doubt should get into the Rock and Roll mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. They also will get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It is just a question of when do I think it will be this year? I do not. do I think it should be this year? Yeah, I mean they they should get mm-hmm. in this year. Roy trakin voted for them he sure there's did. one vote. We saw what number a how are they doing in the fan poll?
3: not. Great, Kristen. <laughs> They're not doing great in the fan poll. I mean, <laughs> do the fans count? does the fan as poll count one ballot. ballot out of so
2: it's
3: like so one... there's you know oh, a million votes uh, and that comprises one ballot and you know. The ballot, looking at who does well, is also an indication of like what, who they and are what people second know. to
2: last, just, just above, above our MC friends 5. the MC Five, or not Rufus the MC
3: Five, MC Five, MC Five. Yeah. Wait, just above Rufus? Just below Rufus? Just below Rufus
1: the best, and the just last
2: above
3: MC Five? Who are these three in
2: people? The fan poll. They're these big are, Deaf Leopard Heads.
3: Yeah, this are, is why
0: these are. This is why the that latest Shaka Khan single that came out sucked so hard. Not because of her. Because they took it and warped her vocal and, and put all this like tr- whatever the like uh auto tune they auto tuned her voice and then it. it wasn't even about the voice. They put it underneath the song so that the beat was the thing and they put a video up where they put like sixty uh hip hop dancers on, on a in a in a lodge somewhere <sighs> and just say, Hey guys, move around and we'll just Chica. cut we'll have our editor cut it to the it's Shaka not a, don't
2: the, need that. Shaka doesn't need sure, that kind gosh, of stuff. That's that. ridiculous.
3: Um, all right, all right. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> More. Okay. What do you More. think? Should should they? Will they? When? And will it be this I year?
0: Absolutely, should be uh, sooner than possible. And I think they will go in. And if they do go in, I'm really curious of two things. Number one, who's going to show up? Mm-hmm. Because the band. Oh, is that's they- our
2: next thing. We yeah. we will. Oh, t- you're going to talk
0: about that. We will with get members. To that. Yes. So there's that. And the other thing is, where the hell is this new freaking album? They're so airtight on it. It's been <laughs> done. For five, there was it's a, like in the can already? Well, there was an executive who said it was delivered five years ago, four years ago, before they went on the, the other tour. They're like, the new record's been delivered, and then she disappeared. Nobody's ever heard from her again. Whoa. So I think the new record is that done. Is she. And Rolf was true. like, 2017 is the last time he's on record is saying, it's well, the new music, we're working on our new music, and we're trying to get it right. And when we have it right, then we'll bring it to you. But this is not the long, it's all about like the long term. It's like, mm-hmm. we know the record's done. Put the music out.
2: Yeah. Oh. Do you think they'll get in this year?
0: I want them in. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Yes. They will get in. It. I think, they put them on. I just spell. think that it's like spell. at this point, it's 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 like a you can't
3: you can't not you can't right. No. So Kristen, you said uh, no for this year, but we didn't we didn't get a prediction for when you think they would eventually get in.
2: Oh gosh. Well, I think if they don't get in this year, I think it's probably going to be five years from now. I just don't see like if this isn't the one, I don't see them getting back on the ballot for a couple more years, mm-hmm. and then then maybe they'll get in after that.
3: Okay. Interesting. What do you think, Joe? I think obviously they should get in, and I do think they will get in, but because of the because of the voters, and I know kind of who the voters are. I don't think they're getting in this year. And they
2: were a slam dunk for Roy.
3: No, no, that's not true. He was like on the fence, and oh, then, he, then yeah. he, he wasn't. But he was like pretty sure.
2: He was like, "It's got to be." He was like, "I got to do." And Kraftwerk. you were like, "What about the Cure?"
3: Yes, I did say that, <laughs> but I, I was fine. I was fine because I feel like that's if you true. put work on the ballot, that's like, of course. Oh, I love hey, the My cure. mom I responded. Just think they're like they're
2: newer. I said, "Do you know the band Craftwork?" And she said, "Sorry, no."
3: Yeah, was, right. That's okay. <laughs> so that's <laughs> not many and That's why do. I think they're so low on the fan vote, and that's I just it's hard for me to envision a ballot where I see them winding up in the top five they're and gonna have
0: to do a, a they're gonna they'll never this will never happen but Pharrell's gonna have to do a craftwork work remix right something, something yeah. super yeah.
3: mainstream and populous like that needs to kind of come through or there needs to be we've talked about this before a documentary that's like really huge and or like a biopic i mean that's how nwa yeah. ended up getting in they're
0: not gonna let it
3: you know what it's i mean I like will forte love. play uh <laughs> yeah he, looks, is, which one does he look like? Does he look he like he looks the most like Ralph? Ralph. Yeah, he looks like Ralph. Um, so I don't know. I think it's going to be unfortunately. I think it's going to be more than ten years from now. I think it's going to take some time, just because I imagine
2: it's so like so bands that they've influenced will have to get in first.
3: Like Depeche Mode will probably get in before them. Yeah, you know the. I mean, will we which get, is which is crazy. Yeah, this is ironic. Doesn't make it. <laughs> Devo will probably get in before them, and it's weird to think of like. Will we get to a point where L C D sound system gets in before then? Whoa. I mean, like, I don't know. It's weird, but if like that they... happens, what's his face will say something when he gets on the microphone? Yeah, James Murphy oh, yeah. is he's gonna sure, be like... like say... Well, let's <laughs> let's let's talk about what you were mentioning before, which is they have who gets inducted. And so they it's the the classic four lineup. You know, it's uh Ralph Florian, uh Carl Bartos, and Wolfgang Floor. Those are the ones who have been included. Because uh, they publicize that when the nominations are announced, and that's about right. When it comes to their like kind of peak no. artistically, it was those four guys on the majority of yeah. those classic albums. Uh, it's not who's in the band currently outside of outside of Ralph. Now there's other guys who joined in the '90s who are not included, and I get that because you're kind of the band you're inducting is the band from right. you know, Trans Europe Express and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, and you were mentioning before you're you're skeptical that you could get all four are still living correct they're all living
0: my understanding is that there's a lot of bad blood when they first started before there was a craft work craft work there was a ralph and florian so it was just ralph and florian mm-hmm. doing some experimental things and then they were, they were called tone float i think and then they became Kraftwerk. and there's craft work mm-hmm. one and two those are the albums with the road cones one's green one's red then audubon right um and then they so that's but Bartos is in and he's his primary job was percussion, but the problem is that, and this is weird. So the problem is that both Floor and Bartos were upset when they were making the mix because Florian and Rolf decided to take their entire do their the studio and uh-huh. rewire it, make it digital, take all the wires out if they could redo everything that meant for their music for them playing live they would have to redo everything they did make everything digital the yeah. environment mm-hmm. components yeah. they could just do whatever uh, and it took years and it kept going and going and going and those guys wanted to make new music and they're like look this, we're set up let's just make some new music they had new music that they just hadn't put out yet that stuff is lost all those songs are like just in a vault somewhere um, and they didn't so Fleur left first and then Bartos left and then there was this crazy wave of media. And it's very spare because they didn't do a lot of interviews. But one of the things that sparked them doing interviews was that Floor would come out and go, well, those guys were just pay for pay for hire. They weren't in the band. Oh. And you're like, whoa, you what burnt. the fuck? Yikes. So when they put that album that that Tour de France album out, which is several years after the actual single came out, like a decade and a half, they redid the cover. The album cover... You know, you can get into their graphics with Emil Schultz, this other guy who's doing like their all their, their sort of graphic design influence and that thing. But he, they're on the cover riding bikes in a graphic formation. Yeah. That he, okay, they replaced <gasps> their faces <gasps> on the new single mm. with the, fla- the place of the new for hire. Like Fritz Hilpert, I think, was one of the guys, and somebody else's. Yeah, and, in. and Henning Schmitz. Henning Schmitz. So I don't know who's still there now, but also. It was Ralph and Florian for a while, and Florian left. I think for health reasons. Florian finally left, mm-hmm. uh, maybe four years ago. He's just like I'm too old to be doing this. Yeah. So he left. So he's Ralph has sort of repopulated the band with
3: yeah. And he's younger, the only the only you know key member who's
2: still younger, there. fitter robots. <laughs> Basically.
3: <laughs> uh, so maybe so Radiohead will get in. Yeah. May, uh, Radiohead will we'll get in before Craftwork. Yeah. Uh, the so it'll be interesting. To see so if I don't, if don't can... know because I don't think the blood is like I
0: don't think that any of that stuff has been. Um, one one book is called I Was a Roboter and he was basically trying to take basically give some behind the scenes gossip basically <laughs> that would that would take away yeah. the uh, the image of them as these sort of perfect robotic people who only yeah. did their music and talking about some of the weird shit that they did. Interesting. The uh, club stuff that they were into. And at the
3: that very that. least, they could have the current touring band play, which yeah, tends to be so. how things work when, when bands have bad blood. Yeah, and play uh, some new music. God damn it. Yeah. Play
2: the, Ooh, play wow. the new yeah. stuff. Well, this is what the next well, thing that yeah. we will talk about, which is what songs do they play? Usually they play a three, three song songs. set.
3: Oh, wow. I would guess Trans Europe Express for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, I would guess maybe Autobahn. That seems like a, a good bet. And then probably Computer Love. And that spans uh, three different albums that gives a pretty good uh, kind of image of, or a a good encapsulation of their career, uh, I think. Of of like their probably three best albums and like the most iconic songs from those albums would be my prediction of what they play. But also, it's kind of up to them, so... I wonder if they would get, if they they would give them like a partial or a buy and let them either
0: close out or open... With, um, with man machine, mm-hmm. in Maybe some they way would do like, like, like a medley robots... type of thing, or do something, yeah. and also they could, they could very... do numbers computer world, then put two like mm-hmm. that computer world number two, which is numbers. And they computer can. World.
3: Yeah. I was going to say they could very easily do a medley, yeah, because of the kind of music they make. They could do. I uh, think they do radioactivity. That's their big mission
0: right now. That's their big mission. Is that radioactivity is is it's radiation? Well, it's the whole purpose of that album. Uh, was coming out of that political corner and it's only gotten mm-hmm. bigger and bigger. They've expanded those songs, the intro to those oh, songs. They're is trying insane. to so a political message.
2: too. Yeah. I have no thoughts on what's on they other you than the dis- one that was the African Bambada. That's Trans Europe Express. Okay, that yeah. song, that seems then they like a, absolutely a, have yeah, to okay. play that one. That's the song I think they have to play.
0: They right. just play Metal on Metal from that at some point, just over the middle track of that is that. Like the Trans Europe Express has a middle section called Metal on Metal, which is just literally sounds of the railroad up against each other, mm-hmm. but that it's sounds horrible. <laughs> and yet I don't when you think hear I would it, it's enjoy it. Ba- but it, it yeah. is the basis of all
3: of bombata and all that, all that right. sort of electro music. They're the type of group where they could have a set, and then I would find out later what they played. Yes, you know, yeah. where be like For- they played 18 songs. I didn't realize. Yeah. I thought it was just four. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, the, then another question is, uh, who inducts them? You know, someone has to, someone gives a speech uh, to induct them yeah geez you know it, james, would would bowie. Bowie would 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 it would have been bowie i would have said bowie bowie would have been great bowie would have been perfect would have been bowie although think. bowie did not like the hall and he, re- he never showed up um but james murphy is a, a a good um donkey kong what's his face from cold is good chris martin oh maybe? chris martin yeah chris martin because he could tell that story
2: that would be funny too and people love chris martin like and he, he's very plays popular he and he plays Peter Gabriel, uh, when are they eligible Coldplay.
3: Oh gosh, well, she's ever five or six years or something. They
2: will what? get in. Well, I'm they just saying, when when do
3: they in. become eligible
1: for what? I'm gonna I tell mean, you right now. I don't now. have anything
3: against them. They're very likable, but they I mean,
1: honestly, for what? In. They'll get
3: in immediately. They were huge, uh, and they they have a lot of. They're still. I mean, yeah. And they've uh, they stayed huge for a long time. Even
2: though I've never we'll heard that song that everybody knew. It's yeah, like, you didn't that's know like saying, uh, when
0: does Maroon 5 get in? I just don't no, see it. No, I don't. So
2: that's you know, very.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, here
2: we go. I mean, and I don't even like Coldplay, but I just don't think that that's accurate. Mm-hmm. I do yeah, want to yeah, point
3: out that I mentioned that Donkey Kong could induct them, and I got zero response. So I want to make sure that <laughs> <laughs> no one <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't know.
2: You can't get Donkey Kong to Should show up. Said, you could get Diddy. Maybe Diddy Kong.
3: Yeah, Diddy might show up. Diddy Kong, Cubert would probably do it. What uh, he's What about Mario? More their era. Would he do it? Nah, Mario. He's you know the licensing. What about
2: Doctor Mario?
3: <laughs> yeah, show up. Show up in the Scrubs. Um, yeah, it it feels like there's a lot of. I'm not sure people sample craft work, but I bet some, you
0: Pharrell would introduce them. Like somebody, they would get yeah. somebody of. Uh, from dance culture, from, from hip-hop. Yeah, some from, We get some from
3: hip-hop, yeah. or Dre, or somebody. He inducted in Nile Rodgers uh, a few years ago. So. Pharrell did? Yeah, Pharrell did. Oh, yeah, um,
2: there's good precedent for that, then.
3: I mean, have the Daft Punk guys go up and not say anything but hold up, like, words to it. Yeah, <laughs> and, or they uh, would uh, hold up uh, one of
2: those little things, you know, like a scroller. Yes, the
3: electronic like, yeah. scroller. Just a like tunnel yeah. scroller. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting to think about who could, and, yeah, how craft work would... Inducted. James Murphy seems like a good one to me, and I'm trying to think of like. I mean, is I have he- no idea if Trent Reznor has any uh, feelings or connections about Kraftwerk. I'm I sure. assume he does. Re- I would assume. Uh,
2: That's another reason that I think of them as pre-industrial, is because I always associate them in some way with Nine Inch Nails in my head.
3: Because it seems like those two are never on the ballot at the same time. Oh wow! Anyway, it could. It, uh... <laughs> Nine Inch
2: Nails, my my Hail Mary emergency pick in, in the draft that I didn't it, even it, mean yeah. to pick.
3: All right, so uh, that about does it, uh, Demorges. Thank you so what much. A treat. Oh yeah, thanks for having. Me. Um, I... It's kind of incredible that I just searched on Facebook and you ended up being the most knowledgeable person I've ever talked to. Uh, <laughs> that was uh, that was great. I feel like we all learned a lot. Yes. Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug? Anything coming up that you want to?
4: Uh, you know, I.
0: Jeez, uh, man. No, nah, there's nothing really. I, mean, I do stuff all the time and everything. Where there's can a short, people you know what? Are you on
2: the web or is there something? I'm that... on
0: Instagram under the name A Stupid, Stupid Man, which is a Cheech and Chong reference from Up and Smoke, but it's a, a, a Stacy <laughs> Uh A Stupid, Stupid Man on Instagram. And uh, yeah, and that, that's about it. I. There's a short film that came out last week. It's now Vimeo staff pick of the week. Oh, that's great. That was for... you did that with
3: Johnny
2: Look, yeah, yeah. Johnny I Look, I know Johnny. Is a I love him. He's he's really amazing. Great, yeah.
0: It's in promotion of the band Fruit Bats' new record. I guess they just signed emerge oh, Merge. Right. And it's I like saw a, that. That's really great. That's really great for making a documentary. Fruit Bats. Yeah, called "Getting in a uh, Getting in a Van Again." and was, we had a lot of fun making it it's just, so that's the only thing I'd really promote it's like
2: check it out it's thing. a Vimeo staff pick dummies great Christian. don't be a stupid stupid man look it up <laughs> yeah right be a smart <laughs> smart man yeah or, or a person
0: yeah yeah I just do stuff all the time I'm around so uh,
2: you know me it's good old K-Stud on the ones World and twos <laughs> and one being uh, Twitter twos being Instagram uh, and go to hellokristen.com and come to my show on December 6th at the Comedy Central stage if you are in town Love you.
3: Hell hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can find me at K K on Twitter, at JoeKwa on Instagram. Uh, Don't really have much to promote. I'll be in Chicago and Pittsburgh doing comedy in the middle of December. I'll talk about that as we get closer to that. Um, Thank you for listening, and uh, please rate and review us on iTunes.
2: Five stars only. Five stars only.
3: Uh, Send us an email at rockallpod at gmail.com. Follow us at rockallpod on Twitter. Uh, thank you to Ted Tramperless Fole, Natalie Garcia Mayor for opening their doors to us, letting us use their equipment and studio. Thank you to Bets the Dog for being an endless source of light. Yusu Kim for our music, Mike Lloyd for our logo. Thank you to Future Rock Legends for uh, having all the information on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that you could ever want. I'm Joe Kozala. I'm Chris and And who cares? How about the Rock Hall?